0: You are listening to Kick Jams. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kick Jams. My name is Caitlin, and following Lambert, I'm the other resident host here at Kick Jams by 9Kick. Now, welcome to the one and only interview podcast for Asia's rising stars. Now, for today's episode, we're very lucky. We've got two artists from Taiwan, Lei Qing, who plays as a one-man band and has currently released two brand new songs. And Alex, who is a director and has directed Lei Qing's latest music video, Shen Xian Jun Yu, Twin Flames. Now, let's give it a big warm welcome to Alex and Lei Qing. Welcome to Kick Jams.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Alex. Hello, everybody. I'm Lei Qing.
0: Hi, Lei Qing. So tell us a bit about yourselves. Lei Qing, I know I gave a bit of a welcome for you, but why don't you tell everybody who you feel you are?
2: Yeah, uh, hey everybody, I'm Lei Ching and I live in Taipei and and it's my pleasure to be on on the radio with you guys.
0: Absolutely, we very much welcome you here at Kick Jams. And Alex, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves?
2: Um, I
1: grew up in Taiwan and I went to uh, Seattle when I was 17. I lived there for about 15 years and just got back a few years, uh, maybe two or three years ago. And I do a video production for work, and uh, that's pretty much it.
0: Wow! So even after being back for two to three years, you've certainly dived straight into the Taiwanese music scene by with your collaboration with Lei Ching. Now I'm really excited. I feel like we need to talk about music because everyone here today are big music lovers, if not musicians themselves. So, both of you, Alex and Lei Ching, you've worked on this brand new music video, which was released on June 11th. But I heard that this isn't the first time you guys have worked on a project together. Is that true? If I recall, Mega Pictures, which is Alex's company, has produced some of other Lei Ching's video works. Right,
2: right. Yes, yes. Well, it was my first single, and it's called Xin Bao Bei, uh, Sweetheart Baby. And it was at the end of 2018. Uh, at the time, I just started my career as an artist and make our pictures. They are just formed. So basically, we are at the same kind of phase. And I'm so happy that we met each other. And after that, we made another live session video at my place before. And that was the time I really get to know Alex. Yeah.
0: So, how did you guys meet? I mean, Alex at that point of time had just had recently come to Taiwan and Lei Ching, you had just released your single. How did you meet? Where where was it? And what was your first impression of each other when you first met? <laughs> All
1: right. So, uh, I'll take this one. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, back then, we were doing a promotion video for a music festival called Chill Out. And uh, Lei Ching is uh, one of the headliner, and uh, we were doing his live session video and that's how we met the first time if i remember correctly and back then Le Ching had this different hairstyle it was bleach and uh, he was wearing this wicked looking hawaiian shirt huh. so i i just i thought he was a pimp really <laughs> that was the first impression i thought he was a pimp yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: and Le Ching, what do you look like now what's your hairstyle or what do you well, like to wear
2: well well I, I still like, I, I still love to wear Hawaiian shirt and uh, I think my sh- my haircut is still the same but without a bleach. Yeah, so I'm pretty much the, the same look as two years ago.
0: Would you try any other colors of hair?
2: Um, not really because that's time I did I just lost lost some of my hair, so I think I never I never bleach my hair. Yeah.
0: Oh no. So <laughs> what was your first impression of Alex when you first met him?
2: When I first met him, I I see him as a you know like a typical top guy, you know, uh, top guy. wearing oh, wow. you know like <laughs> thick denims and um, <laughs> love outdoors and always have so many equipments in his backpack. That was that was my first impression of him. But after uh, several times, I found I found him actually is a very sensitive person. Yeah.
0: Really? Have you guys developed yeah. a? a friendship out of working closely together or perhaps a partnership of some sort
1: yeah yeah for sure yeah
0: wonderful now i understand that inspiration for art is different for everybody now alex considering that visual is your main medium and lei ching considering that audio and music is your main medium where does your inspiration for creating music or films come from let's start with alex
1: um that is a brilliant question i mean uh for me, I take everything as my inspiration just from like the detail of a daily life or, uh, you know, I, I listened a lot to what people talk about and then try to imagine what their perspective comes from. And I usually take that as an inspiration of, let's say, building up a story or try to connect it with the uh, artwork that I look at. It's really hard to describe, but I try to connect everything and try to pull everything together and into a creating process. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's that's kind of how it works for me.
0: I feel like we need to see it rather than hear about <laughs> it.
2: Yeah, yeah, you guys just see it. Yeah.
0: So, what are some of the works or perhaps some of your own creative projects that we could check out that would, you know, we could see some of that inspiration come into life?
1: Well, uh uh, Leitching's video is actually my first video that I produce. Or, I mean, I direct because I, I usually operate the camera. Yeah, so this is actually the first time I ever direct a, a piece. And I haven't been doing this for that long. Um, I've been doing this video thing for about like two years. And before that, I was always into music. I see. The reason I don't have any music to share was because like when I moved back, when I decided that I want to go into video production, I kind of just want to leave everything behind. So, I, I had a really old computer that I have like recording software and all of my music in it. And um, it broke down and I just didn't even bother to fix it. Wow. So, unfortunately, I don't really have anything to share.
0: But if anything, I feel like that is like kind of like a new chapter starting off in life and perhaps gave you the inspiration to dive into music but with a different viewpoint
1: yeah 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 definitely actually i uh, i i told lechin this it, it's it's my personal life story and um i got into this huge bus accident before <laughs> before i moved back yeah and uh and i was fortunate to be alive again so i kind of i took that as a turning point <laughs> i really want to spend my there life on something I, I love absolutely
0: yeah. and, uh, yeah. I'm sure a moment like that is really defining. And I suppose that also creates a lot of inspiration for you to continue making the art that you do. Yeah, yeah. Now, Lei Ching, it's your turn. I mean, you have so many different types of genres of music. I mean, yes. when I was listening to your songs, I couldn't pinpoint one thing that you were doing. I just felt like there must be a lot going on. And so I want to hear what inspires you. How do you make that sound?
2: Okay, yeah. Uh, like you said... Um... Actually, my, my, all my inspiration comes from my true uh, experience. Uh, my idea of making music is that music has to carry my true emotion, you know. So I try to move around as much as I can. I need to experience life. I need to connect with people. And all these things can generate feelings in my heart and I can turn into melodies or ideas of music. So uh, all my inspirations come from experience and you know daily life, like like Ellie's just said.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah. When I was hearing your songs, I could feel as if I was experiencing a moment with you or yeah. like a place. Yes, thank you. How thank do you, you so do much. that with your music? Is it do you sample or is it just? Yeah. How do you do yeah. it? That that's that's the question I have for you.
2: Uh, I really feel pleasure when you said it because that was my goal you know i just want to create an adventure for my listener and for just for my own uh, for myself to picture a very different world from what i would live in i see but yeah yeah but in that world uh i still can be myself and i still can give all i can get i can give you know because in, mm-hmm. in normal life, sometimes I feel I cannot say as much as I can. I have to hide my feelings for some reason. Maybe the cultural reason, maybe the politics reason. But in a world of music, you can just be anywho and you can just say anything. So I want my music to be like an adventure for everybody.
0: I really like that. When I hear your music, I feel the authenticity. I mean, sometimes when I hear songs, I feel like somebody is pretending to be somebody else or somebody is trying to copy whatever is really popular at the moment. But I feel like you don't care about that. You just want to express how you feel at that moment. And it's, it's really interesting and it reflects yes. in your songs. For example, I was listening to your new single and I think about at three minutes and 40 seconds, it changes into like a completely different style. And I was like, wow. Especially when I was watching the music video, it was beautiful how Alex was able to connect that. And, you know, before we start talking more about your, this new music video... Lei Ching, why don't you explain a bit about this new single called Twin Flames, especially to people who haven't heard it before. What is the story that comes behind this song?
2: Okay, um, about this song, I would say Twin Flames is a, is a soul and pop, pop-ish love song. And the story of this song, in my opinion, that people come to life, came to this world, we all have... Uh, you know, like a mission or or something we pursue, you know. And I feel that since I was very, very little. So I was always trying to find a way to express myself and get myself into the reality or experience that the, the, the universe designed me to, to live. So the, the whole song is, is about this concept, you know, because at the first, I used to create drum beat just for my music at at the very beginning. And for this song, I create a Afrobeat drum pattern. And I love the pose. I love the groove. And I, I can feel, you know, like very primal and savage, savage kind of like feeling. And um, that just made people want to dance, you know, made, made people throw away their modern concerns. And I add guitar and pianos on it. And suddenly, this scene came to life. I I can see, uh, you know, like a very plain earth in front of my eyes. And I just love that scene, you know. So, in Twin Flames, my voice is kind of like a a god in the very beginning of this world. He can transform himself to any kind of object, like trees, like, like the ocean, like the cliffs. He can be anything. But all he do is to... Try to find the other half of himself, like the the idea of Twin Flames. If he can find the other half of himself, he can transcend to the next dimension or the next level, and that will be my uh, ideal goal for my life. Yeah. So I think everybody can hear the the rich groove, something and kind of nature-like adventure feeling.
0: That's beautiful. I must say, when you hear most love songs nowadays. You certainly don't imagine a love song like Twin Flames. Like when I heard Twin Flames, I I didn't really know what I was to expect. You know, I, I just kept hearing different sort of waves. Like I kept thinking, okay, we're in a new chapter. Okay, we're going to this new area of yeah. this new unexplored yeah. part of the story. But it's really interesting to hear your perspective about it, and particularly knowing that it's a love song, but from the perspective of a god or someone looking from above,
2: yeah, thank is you.
0: really cool. I must say, most people when they write love songs, they do not think of writing it from that perspective. So that's incredible. So Alex, when you first heard this song, when you first heard Twin Flames, how did you? Well, feel? I felt
1: um, uh, it was a unique song in the sense that the uh, like lay was telling us about the concept and i think uh the song was very conceptual like um and just from from different perspectives like like the concept itself from the songwriter perspective is it's unique and and very very ambitious in my opinion and um as far as the music element when i first heard it i broke that down into three different elements like the first one definitely the beats it has a an Afrobeat to drive the songs forward, and also it had an interesting mix with the second element, which is it reminds me of traditional Chinese painting for some reason, and uh, you know like the Sanshui painting, which is pure black and white, and for me it's a very interesting blend. And on top of it, Leqing always has this his own style, is sort of a Taiwanese R&B style. And to me, like the blend of these three elements is definitely very interesting. And and at the second portion of the song, which is towards the end of the song, it also has this diving feel that it goes into a different world. And I thought that's very, very brilliant. And that's what got me interested into making a video for the song.
0: Fantastic. So considering that both of you worked on a music video together, what does it take to develop a music video, so most people they just go online, they press one button, and they see the end result. But obviously, it takes yeah. a lot more effort and concept behind it. So, how did the music video come about? We know that you guys are longtime yeah. collaborators, um, but where do you start to create a video like that? Especially, your music video is obviously something that took you know hours of thought and preparation. Yeah. So, w- where did it start? Well,
2: I think it starts on. March the end of March or april or something alex do do you remember we, we We spent a lot of hours and a lot of days trying and actually, at the first time, Alex wasn't the director it was the other guy of makeup pictures but but after just several discussions, I finally decided to let Alex to direct this music video because me and him share the same vision i i want I want this video to be very simple and very conceptual because uh, the music already tells a lot very much so i i don't want this video be like uh storytelling too much because the music already takes part of it and alex also wanted to do a piece of very simple piece of just beautiful stripes beautiful sin like a modern modern art film. So that was the time we we decided to work together. And we spent like almost three months, I think, in shooting and driving around At the northern Taiwan, like almost every week we spend two or three days and uh, we, we drive around, we look for the place to shoot. And throughout this process, we gradually, you know, like gathering our ideas came together to make this complete.
0: That's so cool. So the concept of this video came about a lot of road trips. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was, it was mostly a, a location scouting, like less, yeah. less about the shooting. Hey, Leitching, yeah, next yeah. time
0: you have a music video, call me for a road yeah. trip. Sure,
2: sure, <laughs> sure. It's, you know, it's because, been a while. Yeah, because me and Alex, we, also, we, we, we love nature, you know. He, he loves to climb and I love to, you know, like strolling in the nature. So I think we both have a great time during the this, this shooting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had a great
1: time.
0: That is so beautiful. And especially Taiwan. Like this beautiful island has so many fantastic natural spots. And the best thing about it is nobody knows about them. So if you go to another country, like you'll probably find another beautiful beach or another beautiful waterfall. But there's so many, so many tourists there. Like everybody has flown all around the world. But in Taiwan, you can drive one hour and then You've got this incredible waterfall yeah. and you're the only person there. So you guys have really taken advantage yeah. of that. And I think that's incredible. And personally, I, you know, when I saw the music video, I was like, wow, what a great advertisement for tourism Taiwan. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I was
0: like, this is so great. are honestly, you know, I've lived in Taiwan for almost five years and there are Whoa. some just scenes that I have never seen before. And I find that yeah. I can really I I must applaud you like for, for going <laughs> and taking the time to find beautiful areas and locations to to shoot, and also to represent the beautiful land and nature that Taiwan brings. And I think it really embodies the spirit of the song. And for anyone that hasn't seen the music video, go onto YouTube or any of your favorite streaming platforms and look for Twin Flames by Le Ching. It is so beautiful. There are mountain ranges, blue seas, clear skies, tall trees, just all these different elements, but all combined in one video now i have one question i've been dying to ask how difficult was it to get to any of these places
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's actually
1: pretty easy like most places that you see there it's it's well within driving distance uh, of like i don't know 30 miles except for uh, a few shots uh, that we did in taitung but the majority of it was done in in northern taiwan and actually they're all pretty easy to get to
0: Really? I don't believe you. I don't believe wow, you. Wow,
2: wow, wow, yeah. Well, it's easy for him to get, get there, but it was kind of difficult for me to, you know, like swimming in there, uh... and, you know, like, uh, like hanging in there. Or maybe
0: know? it's easy to get to if you're friends with Alex.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I see yeah. how
0: it is. Well, if you have to give off the location of one of the best spots from the music videos for one of Le or Alex's fans to get to, which location would you recommend?
1: Oh, that's a tricky question. They're all great places. Um, <laughs> I'll probably recommend the um, a place we shot the underwater scenes. I think it's a pretty unique place because, um, yeah, it's like a wa- it's like an ocean swimming pool. It, it's a weird concept, but for oh, yeah. some reason, like it doesn't have a strong current there, and you see a lot of old people that would just swim offshore for like miles, which is really amazing. And it's only located in Keelong, which is only like. Half an hour drive from Taipei, I think that's the place that I'll, I'll recommend. It's called Waimu Waimu Shan. Yeah,
0: excellent. Well, you know what I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> and were there any locations that you wanted to include in the video but you weren't able to?
2: I really want to have a shot of volcano, but I we just we just can't afford that, and uh, it was too it was too dangerous. Oh
1: yeah 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 yeah, because we wanted to go to a大油坑, uh, but uh, when we were at location scouting, we saw this giant sign saying uh, there's a $2,000 US dollars fine if you enter that area. And then we decided uh, it's way beyond
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> our ability. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we just turned back. Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. And you couldn't even fake that you hadn't been <laughs> there yeah, because yeah. it would be in your music video. Right, yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe next time, maybe we can uh, talk to the Taiwan Tourism Bureau next time. Yeah, Yes. And yeah. so what are some of the obstacles that came out during the production of the music video of Twin Flames? Well, obviously, we have some of the locations that were difficult to get to. But what are some things that you didn't expect that happened?
1: For me, it's uh, underwater. Underwater scenes. Um, all underwater scenes were difficult because we don't, we don't really have a diver and um, so all, this, all the shots you saw in the video were all done on the GoPro. And our cameraman, he just dove in and started shooting.
0: Wow. <laughs> so, so that
1: was a that was difficult part. And, and in the water, um, you know, you can only hold the breath for so long. And once you get off the water, you, you look at the footage and you go back in again, that, that takes a while. Yeah. For me, that's the most difficult part of uh, the entire video.
2: Yeah, for me too. Because you know, when I swimming in the ocean, we've been in the ocean for like two whole days. And the the first day we we soaked in uh in the ocean. It was in Taidong, and at the shooting day, it was heavy rain. You know, so I have to float on the ocean. But uh, my face is been crushed by the big rains, and uh, I have to pretend. You know, everything is very peaceful. Oh. Everything is is heaven like. You know. Ooh yeah 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 because oh, that, that was the best part that was the best part yeah
1: like uh, the ending scene uh he's referring about uh the ending scene uh in our music video and and he was floating on the water and pretend to be really relaxed and chill but yeah, <laughs> that day was yeah. a, just a nightmare <laughs> it was just a nightmare it was yeah, cold yeah. and it was it was raining really hard and uh so so I I was the lucky guy I was, I was standing on on the shore and just looking at them shooting a video but but it was still so cold that like like everyone got soaked uh, by the rain it was cold and we were trying to gather a fire <laughs> so when Leqing came back on, onto the shore he he can warm himself up and we pretty much I found all the woods we can find on that particular beach <laughs> yeah that was that was yeah
2: yeah. Yeah, I have to pay respect to the camera cameraman, uh, Henry Henry Zhang. I have to pay my respect to him because uh, me and him, we just you know we we learn how to dive in in this shooting. And uh, the 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 most precious thing I I f- I think during this process, we we all learn a lot, and it was a really great great time. So it's, no matter how people watched it, it, it doesn't matter. Of course, uh, if more people can see, it, that would be better. But in my heart, that's a masterpiece. You know. I'm really proud of it.
0: Absolutely. You should be proud. That's one incredible music video, and I can't wait for the world to see it. Honestly, congratulations on making such a wonderful music video and for representing your music so well and also showing some of the beautiful sights of our beautiful country, Taiwan. So congratulations both to Alex and Lei Ching for this music video. Everybody, check out Twin Flames. Go to YouTube. Go on your favorite streaming platform. Right now and check it out. Go
2: check it out. Go check it out. Right now. Right now.
0: Now. Well, Lei Cheng, I know you do a lot of music. And not only have you yeah. collaborated with Alex, but you've also collaborated with some other artists, such as Murky Ghost and also the Banyan Gang. Why don't you tell us about how these collaborations came about?
2: Okay. I, I released uh, two singles. Uh, one is called Debris it's a collaboration with murky ghost Uh, i want to tell a story about about this one because uh, murky ghost is one of the the most cool female artists in taiwan i i I ever seen she's got a very deep and very reflective voice that can you know just remind me of something very very deep in my heart so uh, i was making a, a song for for meditation at the, at the first time, and I I, I found out that rookie girl's voice is very I, I I love to put put them together. So I asked her to to join me on on the song. And during the during the recording process, I both of us we kind of uh, encounter several things. On my side, it wasn't a good experience, but luckily I I can sing it to the song, record my feelings into this one, and. Finally, it came to life. So, uh, Debris, this song is called Chen. And Zhou Mu, Murky Ghost, featured Lei Qing. This song is on Spotify or on KKBOX. You guys can go check it out. It's it's a very melancholy and very uh, emotional one. And for for the other group, Ban Yang Gang (BYG), I'll say that BYG, BYG is a very special group located in Tainan. And first time I I met them, it was a, a a very cute show in front of a traditional temple, and and their their style is so unique. They got the nineties boom back drum beat, and uh, they used traditional Taiwanese instrument during the the show, and they got sweet melodies and you know like punchy flow so i think BYG is very iconic taiwanese hip hop group and by the time i know i know i met them they invite me to their studio which is their house and they are just so they they, they love music so much they they record their, their first and second album in a very very small apartment that was really funny that I saw them record themselves, you know, because we 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 recorded vocal. We we will have a vocal room right vocal booth, right? But BYG they just use their cabinet ego, they use their cabinet to record their vocal. And you can see how how they love doing this and they just keep on trying, keep on doing it. And somehow I feel connected, I feel encouraged by them. So uh, the end of last year BYG came to me and asked me to do this one called Wu Yu. And it's called Dong Tian in Chinese. And I feel very right for for this song because this song is about breaking up. This song is about uh, living living the ones you used to love. So by the moment, the chief of BYG, CJ, was experiencing this kind of feeling, and I was breaking up. So we kind of had the same same state of mind so i nailed the the hook of this song and this song just came out on last week on all streaming platform it's called don't End. It's call here you you guys can go check that out
0: congratulations too. on the new song i'm yeah, a big fan you. of banyan gang i i met oh, cj yeah. um last oh, year yeah. uh, at a festival and i didn't know who he was but he had just such a great energy to him. And we were just yeah, chatting yeah, about yeah, music. And it was funny. It's only now since I watched uh, the music video of Yang Gang, I was like, hey, that's the guy from Tainan.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's wonderful. Yeah, I'm, he's and sweet. I'm really happy to see two great Taiwanese talents coming together to make something new and fresh. And I'm really excited for the next stage of music in Taiwan because... I really feel like both of you are making an individual sound, and it's something that other countries in Asia, and just generally speaking, hasn't been done before. It's like embodying the Taiwanese spirit, the the youth of Taiwan, and also collaborating and adding in, you know, whether it be samples or something to do with the nature or traditional instruments. I think that's really, really incredible. Now, Lei Qing obviously, you're also a one-man band. So how does it work? How How do you feel working on your own versus collaborating with other people?
2: Well, I think when I create my own music, I just need to be alone. And I think the process of making music is very... I mean, making music with yourself is very beautiful and you have to be very alone. And mm, just like once I get used to some, some kind of creative flow, I can make songs, but maybe two months, three months later, I will have to break it because that would just, you know, like keep making the same thing, keep making the same tunes. And so you have to break. You have to go forward once again. Once again, sometimes it will be a little bit painful, but all worthy. And it's very beautiful to see yourself changing with the music and music change with you. You know, that's, that's life's about in my opinion. I, I see myself as a portal to let the higher mind speak through me. So um, I always have to clear my mind when when I make my own music. I cannot live in a very crowded place. I cannot be with a lot of people. But before that, when I have to feel things, when I have to collect my ideas, collect my story, I will try my best. I will connect as much as I can to everyone until I I feel that something is brewing and it's been cooked in my heart, and I will find a quiet place to make my own music. But uh, working with other artists is very precious and very funny because everybody's just so different, you know. When you see other people making music in a completely different way, I always be so amazed, you know. I, I can I can always learn so much from the people I work with. Like Linian. I, I don't know if you heard heard of Linian. Linian is I a... I
0: have, yes.
2: Yeah, Linian is a rising star of Taiwan. He got very groovy, he got very uh, hooky. R&B songs and I I have a little collaboration out with him and we did the recording the last last two months and it was very fun and very precious experience for me because Linian is like a very sunny very positive guy when I within I feel very carefree and uh, all the things we did we just record naturally into our tracks so yeah working with artists is very funny for me you can learn a lot
0: Absolutely, I, I find it interesting hearing um, your response because I feel like my own journey as a musician has been the opposite. I started doing music through jazz, and jazz is all about responding to other people's um, calls, other people's melodies, and um, it's only as I learn more about other styles of music and as I listen to more more people and more and different types of artists, I realize how important it is sometimes to you know, take away all the external influences and kind of listen to your own voice and then create a new sound out of that. So I think it's really interesting hearing it from from your perspective and perhaps maybe next time when I want to write a song or perhaps any people who are listening want to write a song, we should try to clear our mind first and then showcase a voice. Yeah. Now I got a question for Alex I'm sure Alex has collaborated with many different artists before of all different forms, whether it be music or other visual artists. What are some things you've learned from collaborating with other artists and that you apply to your own work? Yeah. Or perhaps, Alex, was there anything, you know, when you were working with Lei Qing yes. that now you have embodied into your own style or workflow? That is workload? a brilliant
1: question. Um, let me think about it for a second. Um, I think the most important thing that I've learned by working with other artists is that the importance of listening, meaning like having better communication skill, because like most artists, by the way, because I used to work in the recording studio environment, and um, so I had a chance with meeting a lot of different artists. And most artists have one thing in common, is that they are very individualized, meaning that they are very opinionated and really know what they're doing. And a lot of time, like having two of them together or to communicate with a single artist can be kind of tricky. And um, what I've learned is that how to really listen to uh, an artist and how to um, understand their concept and, uh, and try to incorporate it into my work. And that, that's pretty much it.
0: Have there been any particular moments or individuals that you have worked for or perhaps some scenes that have really stuck to you, have really made an imprint on your soul as like a musician or an artist or a video producer?
1: Uh, actually, there isn't. There isn't one because I actually thought about this question, and and there actually isn't one. Just because, uh, like, for me, working with every single artist is different, and, and each one of them has like they always leave me a strong impression, and it's very difficult for me to pick one particular experience to answer that question.
0: So, rather all of them, then.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like for me, like like getting to know an artist is always very very interesting. It's just like every creative mind; they they see the world so differently. And once you start going into a conversation with them, it's a great process. And I enjoy every single one of them. It's like you know when we, earlier we were talking about the concept of twin flame with Lay, and that was brilliant. I mean, like the way he construct the song, and the way he uh, he explained this concept of uh, of his music or or what he took uh, inspirational. For me, like every artist has a different way to look at the world, and it's just it's just hard to compare them and and pick up one particular memorable one. You no, know?
0: absolutely. You know what? It sounds like you're a sponge. You're like a dry <laughs> sponge. You just want to soak all of it all in. It doesn't matter yeah. every moment.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, uh, that's actually my goal, actually, because when I used to work in a recording studio, I, I for for us, it's really about capturing the the right moment of it's very much like a taking a photos of someone that like you want to capture somebody's sound at the right moment. And that's, for me, that's the best way to do it, is to understand them. You know, like, instead of just being someone behind the console pressing the button, you, I always want them to feel that I'm with them. I'm part of their imagination, you know, that kind of thing.
0: I love it. It's like you're supporting them to reach whatever vision they want. And I think that's beautiful.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the idea. Yeah, that's the idea I have. I, I do not know if they perceive the you know that particular idea. Maybe it's a good time to ask Lei. I mean, uh, throughout the process, I mean, like like, did I do that successfully?
2: Yeah, sure, you did it.
1: Okay, good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yay, Alex! We need more people like you in the world. Yeah. We need more people to help people's visions come yeah, to life. Yeah. That's what we do need. Cool. For both either Lay or Alex, are there any bands or artists or musicians that you just you wish you could collaborate, if you could just choose anyone in the world? Is there anyone that you wish that you could collaborate with?
2: I wish I could collaborate with, um, wow. I know. I think about it's, it. It. it's a
0: hard question to ask. I mean, if I had to ask myself that question, I would just say everybody. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maybe I will will choose my family. I I want to do an album that... uh, No, no, not an album. I want to do a track that my my daddy can sing on it and my my mommy can, can sing on it too. It will be very private and personal but that that's the fun, you know. So maybe maybe that's my that's my wish.
0: That's such a unique answer. Did your family have much <laughs> to do with you getting into music?
2: Yeah, sure, sure. My, my my family got me learn drums since I was twelve years old and um my daddy bought me the guitar when I was in junior high and I just kept on practicing. I somehow just fell in love with drums, I think. And all of my shows, all of my like a band contests or a drumming contests, he would showed up and he gave me support. So, yeah, I was lucky enough to have the support of my family. So, yeah.
0: Well, I just feel like, you know, making a track is the least you can do to give back to them. That's- <laughs> wonderful it's like almost going hey look at all the investment and the love and the support you've given me and in one little package all yours that's so wonderful and and very very thoughtful
2: yeah thank you
0: alex what about you
1: well actually I, i don't have one in mind but i love collaboration with anybody who is you know who is very passionate about their art and um i look forward to any opportunity to collaborate and there just isn't one particular name off my head right now. But I, I am looking forward to collaborate with any female artist who has a strong sense of their own wardrobe. And that, that would be the artist that I really want to work with.
0: Why a female artist with a strong sense of wardrobe? That's so interesting.
1: Um, It's like a Twin Flame music video. What I personally, what I like about making video is that I love working with people who already have a strong sense of art or, like, they really know how to present themselves versus... Because a lot of the time, if if you do, like, a more commercialized music video, you need to really work hard on on tightening your budget and you find, like, a hairstylist, you find, like, clothing stylist. But what I really like is originality. I I love those um, people who can produce their own style versus I like I hiring someone to to do it for them and for me I, I think I, I do see um I just I, I haven't met any female artists yet because like for me like like doing the twin flame is kind of like that dating has has a strong idea of w- what he wants to say and I do want to do a more stylistic more like a fashion style kind of thing and I I do want to work with female artists just because I haven't had a chance to.
0: That's awesome. I really hope you find someone that is able to bring to life that dream that you have to work with somebody who, a female, preferably You could work with
2: Caitlyn. With
0: me? Oh,
2: <laughs> yeah. I
0: don't know if my wardrobe is good enough for this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's possible. I mean, uh, I've never heard of your work, but maybe it will be something. Of course, it's amazing. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Really I'll have Aww. to check it, check it out. Have to.
0: But this podcast is about Leching and Alex. I'm sure there will be a podcast one day where I can just talk all about my wardrobe and my music. <laughs> so Laching, I've noticed that you've been yeah. to a lot of different countries, and you've even performed them, oh, which yeah. is an incredible feat. You know, I think that's one of the dreams as for yeah. any artist is to travel yeah. playing your own music. And I've seen yeah. that you've performed at yeah. Ringo Festival in Japan and even in Spain at the Primavera Sounds Festival. So tell me about this experience. Yes. What was it like to perform abroad in front of lots of different people and also for a different audience and perhaps an audience that doesn't understand Mandarin?
2: Yes. Yes. I would love to give a shout out to a music festival called L L U C festival. It was their f- favor, and I can, I can perform in Spain. That would be, like you said, it's, it's a dream come true. It's I never been to Europe and the first time I I'm doing the things I, I love the most and I don't have to pay any, any money. And that was just blow my mind. And, um, that trip is very, very precious because um, in the past I, I go to board. I just I, I just go travel and maybe with my family or with my friend and just go, you know, like like tourist. But uh, when you when you perform overseas, it's like all you have to do is is perform. You don't have to, you know, like. Make yourself very busy to get there and get there in time, get there in time. You just have to prepare yourself, have a good food and have a good sleep and go go on stage and connect with the the real local, connect with the the audience. And for me, that's, uh, that's the most precious thing. You can carry your music, carry your love all the way from Asia to Europe. Let people to hear you in your own voice. They, they can see how, how it's going on in Taiwan. They can see how the music sounds in front of our, our band. They, they can hear, hear, hear our voice. That's a genuine and very mm, inspirational connection for me. Uh, Spanish is very wild. It was, it was uh, just a week and we, we've been there, played three shows, and all things happened so fast and suddenly we just came back to Taiwan. But Ringo Festival is another one, and that's experience is very lovely too. And because Japan's audience is very slow with the music, you know, Span audience, they just have in their best best life they're just having their great time but but japan's audience they just pay so much attention to your music and what you're doing right now so like i hit the drums you can you can hear them listen so closely that they just wanted to see the real you and i mean that's really touching for me because you can see how how they want to know you you know so both my experience in spain and in japan is very good
0: I'm really happy that you've had the opportunity to play your music for just yeah. two very different styles of audiences. I feel like Japan is like on, you know, if you have a spectrum of like yeah. zero to ten in terms of like audience yeah. you know reaction, I'd say Japan would probably be more towards yeah. zero. You know, they, they're really quiet, but they're paying attention. But as soon as you finish the show, they're like, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm sure Spain is closer that, to ten, right?
2: Well, well, Japan is, from my, from my opinion, Japan is, is like nine or ten because that... That night we we performed. They're just so drunk. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are not, you know, like steep.
0: Paying attention? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they are so so happy and they're just so drunk. Yeah. So so for me, the both experienced audience is like nine nine and ten.
0: Wow, I'm really happy for you. I know that every time I go off on stage, I wish to have a nine or ten. But sometimes you gotta yeah, you gotta try yeah, real yeah. hard, you know. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You just have to leave it, you know. So, uh,
0: That's awesome. I really hope you get to play um, at more different festivals around the world. I know that, you know, there would be festivals in, I mean, I'm half Australian, so I know there are plenty of festivals in Australia that I think you would just suit so well. And I I think you're doing an amazing job, you know, buying the flag for Taiwan, you know, at all these different festivals around the world. Are there any festivals or countries that you would love to go to or even perform at or both?
2: Yeah, yeah. I I went to Java Jazz uh, like two years ago, and I love the the music scene of Indonesia. So I I really love to perform in in Java Jazz one day, and uh, maybe I will organize a, a little tour in Indonesia, which my friend did last year, and they said Indonesia's music scene is very very abundant. So if I have the chance, I will go to Java Jazz, and maybe I always wanted to to perform in South uh, South America. Just like uh, Venezuela or or uh, or Panama, Mexico, or some some country in, in South America.
0: That, that would be like the best road trip. That would probably beat you know the road trip you had yeah, from your music yeah. video going around South yeah. America. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I've always wanted to go to Java Jazz that's just been I've never been to Indonesia but that's a country I would love to go to and Java Jazz it's just always been on my list but I don't know why I never seem to buy get the ticket to go but hey I reckon the moment the year that you play Java Jazz I'll buy a ticket I'll be there I'll be your number one fan screaming from below
2: (laughs) Okay, thank you, Kathleen.
0: Well, it seems like we probably won't be able to go touring or traveling in the meantime with the ongoing pandemic. But I want to look at the pandemic as something positive. You know, I think there's a lot of positive that will come out of it. And I think perhaps one of the positive things that will come out of it is the fact that you have three songs that you've created and that are going to be coming out later this year. Can we get any sneak peek information or stories about these new songs you want to put out?
2: Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, I will put out a feature a collaboration with Linian, maybe around August. That will be my first, uh, the upcoming piece. That song is very, very cheerful and also a natural feeling song. So everybody who listen to this, you can just put it on your calendar and wait, wait with me and Linian to to release that track. And for the other two songs, is in my album and I did it like two months ago. And uh, one of them is like a very traditional. Taiwanese feeling loves loved one and have you heard of Nagashi?
0: I have not.
2: Nagashi is like a, a Japanese influence performance. It was performed around you know like Beito. Beito. Have you been to Beito before?
0: I have been to Beito.
2: Yeah Beito is like hot spring and hotels, right? Back in the fifties and forties that the, the hotels they, they have a the host band. And and the host band Yeah 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 yeah. Kinda like SmackSea, but you know, like fifty years ago. 60 years ago you know their style is very Japanese influence and you know like a little bit jazz and a little bit traditional Japanese it, it has a name like Yanko. I don't know how to say it in English but that style is just so amazing and I I love the I love the feeling I love, love the vintage flavor so I put that flavor into my new song it's called Nagashi that will be my next upcoming release song
0: I'm excited to hear that especially yeah. you're bringing in some Taiwanese hit. History. I didn't yeah, even yeah, know yeah. about Nagashi, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I know that Taiwan does have a long-lasting appreciation to listening to live music. So yes, yes. I'm I'm excited to hear about this new single that you're going to be putting out, and also, of course, the collaboration with Linneon, who's he's just amazing. Yeah, he's, he's just amazing. he's yeah. yeah. But you're amazing too. So this yeah, track is going to be amazing, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and Alex, yes. do you have any upcoming projects coming up this year? Are you going to be in the director's chair anytime soon?
1: Well, um, I might collaborate with Leiching for uh, more videos, uh, but we're still talking about it. We don't have anything really lined up yet.
0: Have you got any other projects that you hope that later this year you can flesh out a bit of details with or perhaps any sort of ideas you have at this stage? Or are you still thinking?
1: I'm still thinking, yeah.
2: Well, actually, me and Alex, we're going to meet each other later because we have to shoot another music video about the song I just mentioned, my collaboration with Lee.
0: Well, everybody stay tuned. It seems like there's going to be another collaboration with Le Ching and Alex. I know I'm certainly excited and I am going to be the first person to subscribe and watch that video when it comes out. Thank you, Gary. Now we have one last question, which might be the most difficult one, but who knows? We've had some really interesting questions so far. Lei Qing, can you describe your music in one word? And if you don't have one word, what color would you use to describe your music?
2: I would describe my music use one word is uh, adventure. And... Uh, if I have to choose the color, it will be sunny yellow.
0: Really? And why yellow?
2: Well, because it's, it's warm and it's uh, positive and have, have faith and hope.
0: That is a very good answer. For some reason, I was thinking green because oh, when yeah. I saw your music video, I just saw, saw so much green in there. Yeah. But I think yellow is a pretty good color too. It's bright and happy yeah. and also gives a lot of hope for people. Now, thank you so much for sharing the insights about the work that you've been having. It's definitely been an, an amazing opportunity to hear both of your perspectives on generally about your work. Now, before we move forward, I just wanted to remind everyone tuning in, follow and buy and listen and stream Le Ching's music and also check out their music video. You'll be able to find that on YouTube and all your favorite streaming platforms. And especially now that we're in the middle of a pandemic, it is more important than ever to support our artists because we need to keep art alive. And there's some great, amazing works that are happening as we speak. Anything you guys want to share?
2: I want to thank all my band members to uh, participate in this record. Uh, my co-producer, Jason, and uh, guitarist, Wang Wei, and bassist, Pang Jie, backing Vocal, Emma, and keyboard, Andrew Page. And thank everyone participate in also the music video, make up pictures. And all, I, I really want to thank Alex to direct this video and Henry to shoot this. And... Big thanks to the female in our, our music video, who is my, my girlfriend. Her name is Bess. I just have to pay, pay my respect to all, all, of, of, all of the people who participate.
0: Arch certainly brings people together. And that music music video, Twin Flames, really has brought a big collective of some of Taiwan's finest talents. So I'm sure everyone was really happy to have this opportunity to showcase your sounds and also showcase Taiwan. Now. I want to move on to this segment, which I'm really excited for. It's called Nine Quiz. Now, Nine Quiz is a series of nine questions for both Alex and Lei Ching. Now, some of these questions, they come from me. Some of these questions come from the Nine Kick team. And also, some questions come from your fans. <laughs> so get ready for these, okay? Okay. Now, first, we want to talk about 2020. Now, everybody's life has just changed, regardless of what country you live in. So, how has your daily routine during the quarantine and pandemic changed?
1: Um, actually, because we, uh, we're in Taipei and, and there hasn't been a big quarantine going since the beginning of the pandemic. And it's just a slowdown of business. And luckily, we have Ching's uh, music video to do. So that's pretty much like our, our main focus during the pandemic is to make his me- music video. So.
0: so I guess the biggest routine change has been going on more road trips than less.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. If it, if it wasn't for uh, the slowdown of the business, I, I probably wouldn't be able to do that many road trips. So <laughs> so that
0: certainly is one positive outcome, yes. which is amazing. Yes. And what about you, Lei Qing? I mean, music is perhaps one of the first things to get affected when there is a crisis or a pandemic. So has your routine changed?
2: actually i haven't changed a lot i used to be a teacher teach teach drums and um yeah some some of the students they didn't show up anymore because they are afraid to to catch the flu but uh Recently, the student got back and I, I dive into the album recording all these days since April. So um, I, I think pandemic wasn't changed my life so much to you just have to wear a mask I, because I am a person who used to forget things. So sometimes I, I won't able to get to the MRT because I forgot to wear a mask. And that would be a very pain in the ass. I have to pay much more money. Taking a taxi. I think that will be the most impact for me. Yeah.
0: And has the pandemic affected you and the way that you create music or write music? This is a a question from your fan, Irene Yang Yating. She asks whether coronavirus has changed. Okay.
2: Okay, thank you, Irene. I, 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 I'm I not sure it's a, it's a pandem- pandemic or it's just a phase of life. I, I'm not sure because right now, yes, I'm changing the way I'm creating. I'm, I'm meeting more people. I'm get, I get to know more about studio recording, but uh, I'm not sure that it uh, has connection with the pandemic. I know I know the world is kind of messed up because the pandemic. Many of the studios couldn't work. But Taiwan studio, recording studio, still running. So uh, that's very lucky that uh, for me, yeah, that that wasn't changed a lot.
0: Well, it's wonderful yeah. to hear that you've managed to have a fairly normal life during the pandemic and you've managed to utilize your time. Now, for both Alex and Lei Ching, did you study music and film when you guys were still in school? Did you always know that you wanted to become a musician or a director?
1: Yeah, yeah. Actually, I studied music when I was in school, um, and not film. But I always had a passion about film, and for me, like music is is something you want to do it, do it when you're still young. And um, I, I know it might sound weird when when I say that, but just music it's it's such a spiritual thing that you want to start doing that at all different stages. You know, like like you you want you want to do it when you're looking at the world still as a young person then, then then grows like gradually and so like that's why i chose music while when i was in school but then later i um uh, decided that i want to go into f- uh, film and i sort of just did it and i didn't go to school or anything for it yeah
0: and what about you Ching? did you study music well you said that you studied drums from a young age
2: yeah, yeah. I I I wasn't learning from school. I I went to a, you know like a cram school for 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 instrument when I was in five grade in elementary school. Uh, during all this year, I I learned music. Some of them is from the master class that a famous drummer came to Taiwan and he will held a master class, and I will be there. And uh, but most most of my thing is from the internet. I think I just listen to a lot of records and play gen with them, play with them. Yeah. Aren't we
0: lucky to live in a generation where the world is literally at our fingertips? Yeah, yeah. Now, if you didn't become a musician or an artist, what do you think you'd be doing right now?
2: I think I'll, I'll be a tour guide, maybe. or a, Really? Yeah, yeah, or or a mental therapist because I love to chat with people. Yeah, I love to listen. And yeah, for, for the first tour guide, yeah, it's it's because I, I love to travel. I love adventure.
0: So it seems like either way, you just want to give back to people. And what about you, Alex? What do you think you'd be doing if you weren't a musician or a video guy?
1: I'd be studying um, oceanography.
0: Oceanography?
1: Yeah, that's that's what I want to do.
0: <laughs> Why oceanography?
1: It's as mysterious as the universe. And um, and plus, you get to travel around the world. You, you, will, you get to live on a ship for uh, months <laughs> I thought that might be interesting I mean I've never done that I mean it could totally change if I should go try it I know but it's something interesting
0: well I guess that's one way to run away from the pandemic you can just live on a boat and hang out with fish yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what would you do if you found out tomorrow is the last day of your life Leiching
2: Well, I will go to see my lovers and give her a good kiss and give her a good hug and uh, go back to my families and we die together.
0: Aww. And Alex, what about you?
2: I will
1: um, take my family and invite all the people uh, who are close to me to a camping trip with a case of wine. And so we can just watch the sunset before we all die.
0: (laughs) I like the wine. You can be you know, a little bit drunk <laughs> and happy about it at the same time. The
2: sun is already exploding. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, Lei Qing, we know that you're a multi-instrumentalist. What do you play and what is your favorite instrument to write with?
2: Well, my favorite instrument to write with is drums and guitar. Um, my favorite is drums because I'm, I'm I was a drummer since I was very little, and I feel very free, and I feel nature playing drums. So, yeah, that's my good buddy, and I, I love playing playing with guitar, bass, and pianos, and all other things I can you know like some, somehow tap in on it. I can I can use it as a as a percussion because because my my logic. I'm um, playing guitars and bass and piano is all from drums very rhythmic. yeah, so
0: anything that you can hit, it becomes an instrument for you. Yeah. I like it. What about you, Alex? You said you're a musician. What are some of the instruments that you like to make music with or like to play?
1: Oh I play I play electric guitar. that's my main instrument and um, if I get to write a song, I would like to um, I actually like to start a, an idea from the rhythm session which I do not really play, but I can. You know, kind of press it on the MIDI controller and then uh, get a basic idea first, then add guitars on it.
0: That's awesome. I hope one day Leching Ching and Alex, or even me, we can all just jam one day. That would be fun. Yeah, yeah. That would yeah, be yeah, fun. Like Let's make it happen. And since we have listeners from all around the world, why don't you explain one dish or one item of food that you believe everyone needs to try, especially if they come to Taiwan?
2: I think everyone comes to Taiwan. They just need they just need to try Gao Zha. Gao Zha is a very, very unique and special food in Yilan. Have you have you, have, have tasted that, Caitlin?
0: I have never had Gao. Zha. I've never even heard you, this. You can buy
2: it in Yilan. Uh, have you heard of Jiao Xi?
0: I have been to jiao Xi.
2: Oh, you've been to jiao Xi. And jiao Xi has hot spring too, right? Yes. And yeah, you can you can have a hot spring. After you have hot have spring, you can walk walk to the Jiaoxi Laojie, Lao Jie and you can buy Gao zha. zha. is like a fried cake, but uh, filled with uh, chicken soup. It's like shensuji. It's very, very crispy.
0: What? And- okay, I need to try this. I don't know how that works. But after our jam session, let's go to Jiao Xi and have some Gao and yeah, Paulo yeah. you know, yeah, go into yeah. the hot springs. Oh yeah. And what about you, Alex? What is one item of Taiwanese food that if anyone comes to Taiwan, they have to try?
1: Cuaping. <coughs> 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 so it's like a shredded ice and you add like traditional Taiwanese sweet dishes on top of it. I always thought it's the best thing to try.
0: So what are the four ingredients that you must have on your Bing? <coughs> because I know that there are just like endless amount of ingredients.
1: <laughs> right. I think uh, um, uh, peanuts for sure. And... Um, is there an English word for tang Yuan?
0: Like soup balls? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, okay, soup balls and uh, sweet soup balls oh. and um, God, yu yuan, yeah. yu yuan, sweet potatoes and um, one more. Let me think. Maybe a uh, tapioca.
0: That sounds like a great swapping. So here's the plan: jam session. We go to Jiaoxi. We get our gaoza. And then we get some twapping for dessert.
1: Oh, that sounds perfect.
0: And then we watch your music video. <laughs> <laughs> now, Alex, you mentioned that you're from Seattle. You spent a, a bit of time there. What were you doing there? And did you have any culture shock when you moved to Taiwan?
1: Uh, I've lived in uh, uh, Seattle for about 15 years. And I went there when I was 17. So I just got back to Taiwan, maybe three years. Yeah, probably three years now. And right before I came back, I was actually doing construction. I was actually a construction worker, and before that, I was I was doing the I was a recording artist. I worked in a recording studio for close to five years. Yeah, and and that's pretty much what, what what I was doing there. And when I moved back to Taiwan, the one thing that really shocked me is the traffic and the heat. Yeah, these two things like uh, it took me a while to get used to, it. and I'm still not used to the heat. Like, not at all. Like, today is just way too hot. Like, I I can barely handle it. <laughs> well,
0: I hope you're in some air conditioning right now.
1: I am. I am, thankfully.
0: Now, we have a question from one of your fans, Lei Qing. And I bet you don't know who this person is. Well, I'm just joking. You do know who this person is. But a fan of yours says, "How do you find the spots for the beach or ocean scenes in your music video?" And your fan is Murky Ghost. How cool is that? <laughs>
2: well, answer, answering to to Murky Ghost, Zhou Mu, um, uh, actually, me and Alex, we like like we said, uh, we spent a lot of time traveling, we scouting the sites, and uh, actually yesterday I just finished my my first ride of uh, Yilan to Taipei on scooter. And um I came across uh, this uh, very, very private, and uh very clean beach it's a honeymoon bay it's like abandoned beach and it was just nobody around and uh, oh, nice. you can just swim in naked in there and uh and, and the same is so clear but uh yesterday i was when i was swimming in it i got stained by the jellyfish oh no <laughs> uh but, but yeah it's, it was fun it's it's uh it's like a it's like a electric therapy you know
0: what (laughs) it took me a moment to understand what you were saying (laughs) wow i would not want to be stung by a jellyfish but i do like the idea of an empty beach i do miss that (laughs) and i'm so you know being someone from australia a lot of people go oh you must have grown up by the beach and i was like well actually i'm closer to the beach living in taiwan than i am in australia because australia is so big like from the city that i grew up in it takes about three hours by car to get to the closest beach <laughs> but living in taipei one hour i'm already at a beach you know so it's it's really funny a lot of people don't realize that but taiwan does have some incredible beaches out there and i think you got to hit up lei ching if you want the best beach recommendations or even alex it seems like he knows where to go
2: yeah yeah welcome
0: Well, that's it for our episode today. I'm so happy I've had the chance to chat to Le Ching and Alex. It's been my absolute pleasure to hear about your music, hear about some of your favorite food, um, and just chat with you about Taiwan and just all things that are in our mind at the moment. How was the show today for you guys? Did you have any questions or comments or any reactions you wanted to share with your fans?
2: Uh, it's, it was my ultimate pleasure to talk with you, Caitlin, on Night Kicks, Cake Jams. And uh, yeah, I, I appreciate all of your, all of the listeners from all of the, all of the world that I can share my music and my ideas with you and my good friend Alex. We we did have a really great time with Caitlin. Thank you. Oh, thank you for having me.
0: My absolute pleasure. I've had such a fabulous time. It doesn't even feel like I'm interviewing you guys. It feels like we're just lying on the couch. I have a beer in one hand. I have some ice cream, some gau you know, topping. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I just wanted to say a huge thank you to both Le Ching and Alex for being a part of Kick Jams today. We hope you had a great time. And for everyone tuning in, don't forget to stream their music, their films on all your favorite platforms. And please continue to support music here in Taiwan and all around the world. My name is Caitlin from Kick Jams by Nine Kick. Keep yourself posted for future episodes and for more artists and trivia. Have a great day.